0: Welcome to another Distinct Nostalgia by M.I.M. More than a podcast. Our celebration of all things Crossroads continues now as Russell T. Davis' tribute to Noel Gordon remains one of the big highlights on ITVX. Nolly, starring Helena Bonham Carter, has proved a big hit but what about the real stories from the people who were actually there? Well, today, Ashley's meeting a man who played one of the Crossroads managers, the final assistant manager, prolific soap actor Graham Seed, who was Charlie Mycroft. Enjoy.
1: Right, Graham, lovely to talk to you uh, today for Distinct Nostalgia. Now, I know you've done lots and lots and lots of things over the years, um, but in this particular interview, we want to focus on your time in Crossroads, because I'm sure it was memorable. Anybody who's been on
2: Crossroads remembers it, whether it's for good no, reasons or bad reasons or you It was know. A very long it was it was about a year and a quarter. And yes. I was brought in by William Smethurst, who was my boss at Pebble Mill in the Archers, because I was flying high uh across Birmingham in Pebble Mill, because Nigel, the character I played in the Archers, was um it is pomp. I mean, he was incredibly popular. And then this wonderful editor, William Smithhurst, got hunted to take over Crossroads from Philip Bowman. And um, <laughs> he made me an offer I couldn't refuse and probably upset the BBC. Well, I know the BBC, but terribly upset because they, uh, quite soon after me accepting it, they told me I'd have to relinquish The Archers um, and I got recast, um, not for long, because actually, the Hull of Crossroads collapsed then, and eventually I got back into the Archers. But it was a year of my life that I had no regrets. It was a very exciting year.
1: I mean, the Archers and Crossroads aren't really in competition, anyway, are they?
2: Really, you know? No, so I think it was rather mean of them. I thought in my in in my dream world, I could I could record, um, you know, some of the Archers. I mean, it was only you know one day a week, and then. Zoom across the road to um, Central and do that, but uh, no, I, I, I mean the politics of independent television and BBC, uh, I think, across the a frontier. But I, I know a lot of my, I mean, the Archers is, has very loyal listeners, and and if they like your voice, they don't like change. Um, but that was another story. And um, um, when you're young, you accept challenges. And I had no regrets. And uh, what was extraordinary about Crossroads was it was um it was such hard work, but that was good because you're young, and there was a a tremendous sort of feeling of, of the belonging of, in a team. And like the best theater, if you're if you're all committed, um you make great friends and you work hard and um you have fantastic memories. Actually, I got sent some old Crossroads episodes. That there's a very nice man who, who you probably know him who works with the Crossroads fan club or something. But, he, uh, but, but it it stood up rather well. I was rather proud of my work, really. Uh, but it was an extraordinary year.
1: Now, you entered Crossroads in its latter years, in, in its first reincarnation, re-inca- as it were, because it came, it came back a couple of times later on. Oh my God, it obviously, came back again, yes. Yes, it came back a couple of times, didn't it? You obviously knew about Crossroads. It had been an institution in the UK for so long, hadn't it, since 1964. What had you heard about it? What did you actually expect
2: about working on Crossroads? <laughs> well, I mean, it was it, it was not my sort of thing at all in my career that I wanted to do. It, it did have a reputation, I'm afraid, with, you know, shaking sets, wonky sets, never leaning against the doors. And um, there was a lovely old lady who um had a reputation for getting her lines uh which was very funny and of course i mean the archers and crossroads got me to meet victoria wood who used me in many a sketch and um that was a huge privilege and uh especially when she did sort of acorn antiques um there were very funny moments in crossroads it's it's true and And as an actor, I'm not, uh, we go on when we're young about a career move and where I should be going. I'd already done some pretty prestigious television like I, Claudius, and um, Brideshead Revisited. And I'm sure a few people thought, what the dickens, why does Graham want to um, go into Crossroads? But, I mean, it was for a year. And in those, I mean, that's how, it sort of worked. It, it It's who I knew and I never had to audition or anything. So it was a great compliment that Bill Smethers phoned me up and said, I want you. I want you to head the new look that I'm bringing into it. I um, was sort of off, you can't refuse. But no, I hadn't followed Crossroads and I knew about Nolly and uh, as one did, but you used to occasionally sort of, sort of catch it at tea time, didn't you? But it wasn't viewing the i was hooked on
1: so what was it like going there in the first when you first got there i mean you, you say so you'd had, you had this reputation of the 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 wobbly sex and you probably knew a few of the people who were in it i knew a few people. everyone was terribly
2: welcoming but but of course it but there had been a coup and philip bowman's i mean quite a lot of the cast had been axed by butcher bill you know how they and i mean any producer going into a soap. Um, uh, gets rid of people. So, I mean, it wasn't my fault that a few people lost their job, but there was, amongst certain of the cast, and I'm not going to mention any names, that uh, you're the new lot, are you, you know? Um, there was me and a wonderful actor called Terence Rigby, who who played a, a bomber... Well, he was in charge of the motel, and and uh, and he came in with me, and a wonderful actor was called Francis Tewka, too, but we had, you You have instant respect and there are people, it was all terribly quick. You have read-throughs and you block it on a set and then you get into the studio and you have to, um, well, you're dependent on on getting on with people and everyone was terribly kind and helpful. Um, I'm not sure, sure if I do the pressure now. There was about four episodes a week we recorded.
1: Yeah, no, it was a lot, wasn't it? I mean, it, was,
2: it was even more at the beginning, wasn't it? Yeah, back but you the... know more about the program than I do, probably, because well, but... I, I've been desperately trying to remember it. And I have got out a book, Jane Rossington's Crossroads Years. And um I did a bit of background reading before I spoke to you. Um Well, back in the day, of course, it was live, wasn't it? The well, Crossroads. no wonder. No wonder it got a reputation. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how how people coped with that. There are about four four young directors. Who were who were looking on it as a step a step, step on, you know. But I mean, I I wouldn't have stayed in it much longer. I had a very good year and a half. I it was probably my fault it closed. <laughs> I was one of the new look. But I, I love Charlie Mycroft. He was Bill Smether said, oh he's he's a he's a bit like um you know Nigel Pajitor who had played in the arches. But just be uh slightly daffy and uh and and posh and a good egg and and he gave me some some nice stories very romantic gentle stories I think I fell in love with D Hepburn which was quite easy to do and I met some lovely guys Stephen Pinder, Glyn Pritchard, Merrill Hampton friends for life actually
1: yeah Stephen Pinder of course went on to be bigging Brookside he's a big of course in, he on, did
2: Brookside yeah exactly yes he he was, he, he was big in Brookside and I slipped into Brookside I mean I'd done more soaps so there was a it was once revealed in one of the newspapers that I've done more soaps than anybody. Um, I had a search in Corrie when I was young. Brookside, I was the headmaster. In Corrie, I was a, uh, a barrister a um, long time ago. I defended the Tilsey boy who was in trouble. Um, no, no, I prosecuted him for theft, I think. And Brookie, of course. Um, I haven't done Emmerdale. Um, but I've I've done a lot. You do get pushed around a bit. Yeah. Well the part in Crossroads was a, a big role for
0: a year It was and a half. fantastic role.
2: He was yeah. he was called Charlie Mycroft and he was a, he was he was the assistant manager of the motel. And I had a nice little waistcoat and 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 um and I was always I, I spent a lot of time behind the desk. And uh, now this is a crossroads story. If occasionally you were if the episode was running short the message would would come through to the floor manager, get Graham to fiddle around with some notes and and improvise a phone call. Someone said, "Yes, of course I can book you a room." For, you know, I liked doing that. That was rather fun. You could make up an interesting conversation with that. I mean, I <laughs> I had actually worked with Mike Lee, so um, so impro didn't worry me at all. Yeah.
1: No, absolutely. Mike Lee's fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So. So, just tell us a little bit about some of the storyline. Did you did you have to interact with any of the the, the characters who'd been there for a while, or you or are you maybe yes. focused on the other the
2: newer ones? Uh, no, there were. It was a very gentle program when I got into it. Um, I know that William Smithers wanted to make it a gentle comedy at times, and like there were very funny episodes with trying to introduce Benny to Earl Grey tea, <laughs> um, and. Um, I had some very funny scenes with him because because he tried to like it, but I think he gave up and said it didn't taste enough. Um, I, I, there, were, there must have been... I mean, I did over 120 episodes, I think, so that, that there must have been... Oh, yes, I, I was emotionally involved with a blonde at the beginning and then Dee Hepburn, and there was a cook who I had a lot of... And, and, and of course, I mean, Bomber Harris... Who was played, as I said by Tennessee Rigby, and Adam Chance. I mean, they were all yes, Adam was such a such a nice uh guy to work with and helpful. Um
1: Do you have any 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 connection with um with uh, Jane Rosington's
2: character, Jill? Oh Jane, yeah, of course. I had lots of scenes with Jane. Yeah. And i I mean Jane was consummate. I she was so friendly, and uh she had this knack of managing to run a family at the same time and um, was always on the ball and um, knew the lines, um, but always rushing off somewhere, you know, whereas most of us were pouring, staring over scripts the whole time. She used to sort of breeze in and say, let's just run those lines. And uh, uh, I, we all had such respect and love for Jane, because, um, she she really was the oldest surviving, you know, um, from the old days. Um, and she was a great survivor, wasn't she? I mean, she, she'd been in it from the... I, th- I think the first word of Crossroads was her, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, Crossroads Motel, how can I help you, I think was the first word. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And she never seemed to age, either. She never, never seemed to age, she?
2: No, no. No. And, no. And she occasionally invited us around to her gorgeous house, which is about half an hour outside Birmingham. And... Um, she made the program work for her. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Now, at the time that you, I once met her on holiday. Actually. Oh, did you in Devon? And that was that was that was lovely. Yeah. I mean, what is so extraordinary? I mean, is that in one's career as an actor, uh, we're really lucky doing. Uh, although there is insecurity and unemployment, blah, 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 um, but the good times you make such good friends because. Um, make-believe and playing games is is um, a childlike experience, and we're very privileged that we did it. Absolutely. Now, the time
1: you were in it as was towards the latter days of the first incarnation of Crossroads, of course. It wasn't long before it did disappear. They changed the theme tune, which I think was ridiculous, because the theme tune was the, the thing that everyone knew about Crossroads, and you knew that the... the the credits were going to crash into each other that was a that was a big thing wasn't it back in the day (laughs) but it it was like it was it was like that for some reason there was a narrative going on wasn't there that crossroads was struggling even though it was actually getting really good viewing figures to be fair what we were told
2: was when we when it was shut down we all got andy andy what was his name andy someone who was head of central The trouble, the tragedy with Crossroads was the viewing figures were going up, but they were losing their, I I can't think of another word. Um, It was always much loved by by the lower structure of society. And the advertisers found that um, they weren't spending money because they probably didn't have money, and they wanted to make it into more of a... uh, an, an affluent program, but that didn't quite work. Um, I'm not really putting that very well, but perhaps you—you you probably know this anyway.
1: I know. I know exactly what you mean. I know what you're trying to yeah. say. Yeah, they they weren't. It wasn't getting the right audience that
2: they really. That's wanted, the way to put it. So. That's a, that's a that, yeah, it, it. wasn't getting the audience. Um, I mean, I thought that that the audience wouldn't like me much because. Um, well, what was nice about Charlie, although he was a toff and went to a public school, he was, um, he was great fun and rather stupid in a contrasting way to Benny. Um, and actually cared and had his heart on his sleeve, which is always nice in a soap. Uh, and um, I, was, I was very proud of making a three-dimensional character of him and, um, and looking for the humour too. What was Paul like to work with? He was a good Oh, good, very generous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very, very. I mean, yeah. Um, he was a huge star. One was in awe of him, really, because he'd been in it for a long time. Um, um, and a survivor, because uh, to be a success with a soap character, the actor needs to fight his corner, I think. Um, you, you certainly have to care about your character, and I always did. Um, I mean, I survived 28 years in The arches by, uh, by just looking after my character, I think. Of course, in the old days, that actors could and did sort of, you know,
1: they stand up for their characters, wouldn't they? But I gather that happens less so now. It's not as... I think, no, I don't,
2: I don't think actors... Yes, there, there are more people in the offices than there are on the floor. <laughs> but, I mean, no, in, when we did... But when we did Crossroads, there was... But William arrived with a team of writers, most of which I knew because they had been writing for The Archers. So I was onto a sort of winner there. Um, was,
1: um, but, was, Kat, was Cathy Staff
2: still in it? As, um, no, she wasn't. No, she'd just gone. gone. Right. But there was a lovely man called Patrick Jordan uh, who'd been in Allo, Allo. They're all coming... Out. And one or two of my cast on The Archers occasionally used to drip in, um, would drop in and out. But, um, and did you have any problems with wobbly the wobbly sets? No, I, <laughs> I remember doors occasionally stuck a little bit. Yes, um, I always remember doors swinging ridiculously. Yes, yes, like, yeah. like while you're talking, that's right. So you soon learn to make sure you open and shut a door. But, but um, if you're an actor who began his career in fortnightly rep, it's exactly the same in the theatre. You, when you open a door, you open it and shut it and don't slam it. But yes. it always happens on stage on a first night. An actor doesn't quite shut a door, and it goes like that. Yeah, you know.
1: So I also, um, I also I, remember I, issues. I also remember issues with the phones as well. Sometimes people would pick up the phone oh, and answer stuff, it, oh, yeah, and they'd carry on, it'd carry on ringing.
2: Absolutely, <laughs> that is a classic. But that used to happen in the theatre too. Like, like when you, and also when you switch on a light when you walk into a room, you learn as an actor to hold your hand there, and then do it because you. Look, don't do it quickly because it'll look ridiculous because the lighting man won't, we won't time it. So I was, I was well prepared for those sort of things. Yes. Now it was a big show, still getting massive viewing figures. Did I, you do- used get, I, I used to get, I used to get recognised in the Hagley Road. I, 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 I had a nice little, I shared someone from the BBC's house and she gave me the attic, which is really nice in Harbourn. And I really got quite fond of Harbourn and I used to get the bus in and then Suddenly, once or or twice, the odd you know person at the bus stop used to look at me, and uh, I suddenly realised, oh gosh, I'm you know, and I was rather chuffed. I thought this is rather nice, and because the, I think the Birmingham was very proud of Crossroads; it was their soap. Yeah, no, um, they were very very fond of it, weren't they? Very fond yeah. of it. Yeah. and you and also what was nice also, you got to know the the crew, the cameraman, the makeup people. I did a Doctors last year. I was a semi regular in Doctors for a bit. And uh it was so nice revisiting old haunts. And um and young floor managers, I mean, I'm quite old now, uh would talk to me as if I'd never done so before and they'd never heard of Crossroads. I said, yes, I I used a film a film location just around the corner from here. But because even in those days in Crossroads, they were doing a bit of OB now and then. Um, and to go back to Harborn and around there filming doctors last year had really strong memories and um, i've been very lucky yeah right okay oh. so what was the mood when they found out that it was going oh terribly sad terribly sad because um it was even worse for the producers and the writers because they were working on next month's block and it was axed very suddenly uh um by the powers that be but It was probably worse for some other people, but I was was still relatively young and I wouldn't have stayed in it. I'd already made a decision with my agent that, yeah, it's funny, as a young actor, you know, you're always wanting to, you're never happy, you're wanting to do this, you're wanting to do that. And and when I had a long run in me and my girl in the West End, um, I was thinking, oh, I must only stay a year because I'm missing out on other things. And that's the rashness of youth, isn't it? I mean, now at my age, I'd, I'd love a long contract in anything, really, because um, it's it's not necessarily greener on the other side or, or bright. I, I mean, one well, is just so grateful to be working because the business is um, it's changed a lot, I think. you know? Now, you said
1: you mentioned that you've been in quite a lot of soaps apart from, apart from Emmerdale. And you were in Crossroads for quite a long time. You were in the Archers for, for a hell of a long time. Kind of time. Ar- Archers is slightly slightly different, being a, a radio yeah, soap to TV soap. But, but how did they compare? What was it? You know, when you went down, when you went and did that part in, in you know Coronation Street and and the others. You know, what what
2: was there a difference in atmosphere on the different different soaps? Do you think? Oh yes, yes. I I think that the first one I did was Corrie, and that was really organised, and there was such respect for the. Uh, Uh, the old regulars you didn't meet much but you met at the read through tremendous respect and dignity not so much in brookside you weren't really introduced you had to introduce yourself and everyone was was bustling in and out and uh you you never really got to know anyone in then i I, um that was that's quite i mean i only had about 10 or 12 episodes um and when you were in a scene with someone, that was, that was, that was lovely, but there wasn't that, that same unity. Uh, I think I always like to welcome guest actors because you can only work well if you're relaxed. And, um, and knowing how nervous one gets if you're only doing a day's work on something, I mean, the least the regulars can do is, is to make you feel at home. And say if you want to run your lines, let's let, let's do it. You know, um, but, but because um, it's. I mean, good soap is good teamwork and good writing and and um, and a feeling that that everyone is relaxed enough to, um, but to do the best they can. I can't do yeah. that you know egos and all that. That was there wasn't much of that around actually. Um,
1: yeah, I mean crossroads was you know for a long time um a much-loved program an institution it came back a couple of times in the 2000s in fact the first time it came back it did really really well uh, and then for some reason they messed it up and they axed it again but the following for crossroads in terms of the people who still hold a torch for it and still talk about it and it is huge it's like it's it's never
2: gone gone away really it yeah. is strange i mean i i get really chuffed if occasionally I get recognized for that. Um, and there's a little point and I and it was well, you can tell me when I was Charlie Mycroft. When did it close? It ended in 1988, I think, didn't it? Is that right? 1988, yes. Yeah. There you go. Yes, and, and that was a long time ago. And in nineteen eighty-eight, I was fifty I was thirty-eight, yeah. Um and um yeah, I have I have no regrets. I was I was lucky to I had a bit of money. I had a, a, a young family, um, and uh, I've gone on to do some some very different things, which I'm equally proud of. It's it's just if you're lucky enough to keep going, and and I was very worried about typecasting, and if you get too associated with one role, maybe the odd door shuts.
1: I often ask on this program. Um, did such and such change your life? It, it, did, it didn't change your life,
2: did it? No, it didn't change my life. No, no, it didn't. Um, although I would have never done the Victoria Wood sketches, I don't think. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think she, she liked my voice in the arches. Um, but I went on after Crossroads. I went back into the theatre quite soon and, uh, and concentrated on theatre work. Which, which I'd always had, which is lucky. I did, it probably didn't do an awful lot for my television career. I can blame Crossroads on that, but <laughs> you, you, don't you don't know.
1: No, you don't know, you don't know. Now, yeah. you've not been in Emmerdale. Ammerdale's... No, Maybe I haven't. Love- Maybe you could. Yeah, this is an audition. You know, you, part in everything. Well, can you put in a word? <laughs> I'd love
2: to do a spot. I've I've got a great friend Louise Jameson who's in there at the moment. Who was a rider with me, and and she's loving it. Um, yeah,
1: nice part of the world. Nice part of the world. Um, yes, break up to up to Yorkshire. So Nolly, then it's uh, out now, but. Uh, Were you kept uh, abreast of uh, what was happening? Did you know that uh, it was on the cards?
2: I wrote to the casting director actually saying I'd love to be considered, considering I was a regular in it. And uh, no. uh, You don't get response these days. You could have played
1: yourself. (laughs) I could have played myself,
2: couldn't uh, I? Well, an an old Charlie Mycroft. Um, (laughs) If he was still alive, I think that Charlie Mycroft would, he would have, he'd be probably managing the hotel by now um not very well but um um you know using his old school charm um no it's something but, though isn't it the the, the the term
1: motel you know obviously it came out of the the the, the fact that we you know in the 60s the, the the emergence of um motorways and things like that but you never really
2: hear it you never really hear it anymore do you the term motel it's you never a, hear it now and actually while we were there they they dropped the motel and it was just Crossroads at King's Oak or something, because they had to stop calling it a motel. Um, Yeah, you think of um, America had motels more, didn't they? I suppose it was England trying to be American. Yes, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, just to sum up Crossroads, um, hard work, commitment, and a lot of laughs.
1: Fantastic. Well, that's not bad, is it? (laughs) No, not bad at all. Graham, that's brilliant. Nice to talk to you. Thank you. Take care. Have a good time. Bye bye. Thanks so much. Bye bye.
0: Thanks. Ashley was talking to Graham Seed, who played Charlie Mycroft in Crossroads. And keep tuning in to Distinct Nostalgia for another very special Crossroads mini doc soon about the late pioneering actor Roger Tong, who played Sandy. And finally, just a reminder not to forget to join me, Andy Hoyle, for the Distinct Nostalgia Mind of the Month quiz. Put your knowledge to the test about the great entertainment of the past. All six series so far can be found by scrolling through the Distinct Nostalgia archives. And if you'd like to try your hand with the chance of winning a Distinct Nostalgia mug, then drop us a line at info at madeinmanchester.tv. Distinct Nostalgia by MIM, more than a podcast.